You will be rich and miserable, and you can be poor and quite happy with Jesus by your side. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Okay, someone once said this. Well, I've been rich, and I've been poor, and believe me, rich is better. Has anybody ever heard that line before? Well, you have to admit that it's our human nature to agree with that statement. Most of us strive or wish openly that we were richer. But I think... We should examine that just a little closer. Remember when your mother said, be careful what you wish for? Well, that kind of applies here. Because when we pray God's will for our lives, it usually involves including Him helping us be successful at something. But when we're sincere, we have to also be willing to accept whatever position that we're put in, including one that is lacking financially. Why would God ever want me to live in poverty? Well, God doesn't want you to live in poverty. But I can think of several reasons why he would let you be there. I mean, he could want to teach us through hardship to trust and depend on him. He may know that you would struggle spiritually if you're faced with too much prosperity and know you aren't ready for it. And many times he doesn't want us distracted tempted with materialism or power at some particular time in our life. You see, the Lord wants to bless and grow our whole person as well as financially. But he knows it's not always best for us. It was Jesus who said to his disciples, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. We've heard that a lot. But what we forget is that just a few verses down from that, it said, Jesus beheld them. Now, beheld, I looked it up. That means he got their attention. He made eye contact. He meant for them to understand what he was saying. He said, with men, this is impossible. With, with No, excuse me. He said, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. You see, what Jesus was saying is that riches are either a blessing or a curse. And while it can be a tremendous blessing for a faithful Christian, the sad truth is most people can't handle prosperity and keep Christ the center of their life. So I hope the young men especially are listening to me this morning. And I've spoken to many young men. And I sense only too well the smell of ambition. Because I was once just like them. 
driven to succeed, determined to be young and rich. But the lessons learned on that track were, were brutal. And it blinded me and it distanced me, distanced me from the fellowship that I should have had with the Lord. What I learned during that time is this. That making money is not the purpose of our life. But it can get in the way of it. And our financial condition, rich or poor, should have nothing to do with our happiness and contentment in the Lord. You will be rich and miserable. And you can be poor and quite happy with Jesus by your side. I don't know if Jesus ever spoke a more powerful truth that targets this particular generation than when he said, For what will profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? I want to say again, God wants to bless us. And he wants for us to prosper. But much more than that, he wants us to grasp the internal view of things. He wants us to recognize that our life here is but a speck in time. And if we truly want the formula for success, you'll find it again in the words of Christ. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is in the center of your life today? Stay with Bobby to learn a few steps to keep things balanced with Christ at the center of your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. There's a hole in the bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. There's a hole in the bucket. All right, I get it. You need a new bucket. Not just any bucket. I want a Nebo Tools Bright Bucket. What's a... A Nebo Tools Bright Bucket is a 1.3-gallon capacity bucket that features a 200-lumen removable chips onboard puck light in the base to illuminate your bucket's contents or to use as an area light. The Bright Bucket is durable material but quickly collapses for easy storage and transport. It has a fold-and-carry handle, removable magnetic work light, and it's impact-resistant and waterproof. It's a fisherman's dream and a nighttime gardener's friend. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights in including the versatile, lighted, bright bucket at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Well, all right. You know, I don't know if you saw this on the news today, but uh, the largest, they're planning on the largest gathering of atheists in history uh, coming together in Washington, D.C. today. Did you know that? The only problem is it's raining in Washington, D.C. this morning. But if there's no God, I guess there's nothing they can pray about. (laughs) Anyway, they're only expecting about 10% of what they thought. That's too bad. (laughs) Talk about what's in the center of your life. What's really in the center of your life today? And you know, I don't know about you, but I love Oreo cookies. (laughs) I heard they're 100 years old now. 
But if you take the vanilla cream out of the middle of the cookie, it's just not the same. And uh, I've even heard that there are some people who actually take the vanilla cream out and eat it first. Now, you, anybody like that? Wait a minute. You know that's wrong. And if all I have to say to you if you're doing that, stop it. To me, it's just not an Oreo cookie without the cream in the middle. You see, there are some things that are meant to be in order for our lives to make sense and have purpose. And now I'm not talking about Oreo cookies. I'm talking about one of the most basic, easy-to-understand principles in life. And that's about keeping the right thing in the center of our life. The principle that I'm talking about hits us right between the eyes every day. When the sun is dead center in the sky, it's, it's noon, it's midday. When a football team lines up, they look for the center and they line up based on where he goes. The volleyball net's in the middle of the court. The pitcher's mound is in dead center in the infield. A basketball game starts at midcourt. And speaking of basketball, the Dallas Mavericks, who won the world championship last year, if you may have noticed, they're struggling some this year. They're going to have a hard time repeating as champions. And do you know why? Because they lost their center to another team. It's the center that made the difference. The center is crucial in every walk of life, in science, in math, philosophy. The fact is, we all understand the importance of the center of things. So you have to wonder, why is it so hard for us to grasp how important it is to keep Jesus Christ right in the center of our life? You know, we all know what it's like when Christ isn't firmly planted in the center of our life. Because that's when we make bad choices. That's when we have wrong motives. It's when our life gets out of whack. But guess what? It wasn't Jesus who walked away from the sinner. It was us. The word says the Lord sticketh closer than a brother. I have brothers. We're pretty close. The word says the Lord sticks closer. He sticks with us, period. Imagine for a second that Jesus is right here, right here in front of me. And whenever he's here, when we keep him right here, he's the same every day. He's, he's our truth. As long as we can keep him in the center, we can operate according to his purpose in our life. And you have to know something. When he's here, he would never walk away from us. Never. But when we step out and away from him, we lose our way. We live an unbalanced and unhealthy life. He's trying to stick close, but we are actually pushing him away. But here's the great thing about the Lord. When we get away from him, it's all us. But the moment we cry for help, the moment we take that first step toward him, he's only as far as he can reach. No matter how far we run, he's only that one step away from us. That's the grace of God in our life. You see, when we get away from the Lord, we're the ones who moved away. So sometimes we have to remind ourselves of the things that we have to do to keep 
Christ where he belongs in our life because the word says draw close to God and God will draw close to you. First thing we need to do as Christians to be Christ-centered is we have to be honest with God. God doesn't expect us to be perfect, but he insists on honesty. None of the great men and women of the Bible were perfect. In fact, they were anything but. They complained, they questioned God, they argued with him, but they were always honest. And the next important thing we have to do is communicate with God. And we do that through prayer, but the Lord desires a relationship with us, and all good relationships involve conversations between two parties. You see, knowing and loving God is our greatest privilege, and being known and loved is God's greatest pleasure. So to know Him is to talk to Him and to share your thoughts, your problems, your desires. We're taught to pray and then say amen, as if to say, I'm going to stop talking to you now, God. We think it means we're supposed to hang up on God. Amen should only be words of affirming his words and his truth. Our conversation with God should never stop. It should be an ongoing dialogue without an amen. And finally, to keep Christ in the center, we need to stand on what he stands for. If you're ever confused or fearful or discouraged about something, just go to the word. And find out where Christ stands on this subject. You know, he had a lot to say about everything that you're dealing with today. Relationships, integrity, money, forgiveness. Christ not only takes a stand on these issues, but when you go to the word, Christ always reveals himself through the wisdom and the power of his word. No, Jesus was the only perfectly balanced person who ever walked the earth. And that's because he was in the Father, and the Father was in him. And the only way that we'll ever have balance in our life is when we keep the Lord in the middle of it. He's not going to leave us, but we have to be honest with him. We have to communicate with him, and we have to stand on the same truth that he does. And when we do that, will not only have Christ in the center where he belongs, but we can be like the Apostle Paul when he said, this, this is the passion of God inside of me. And you know what else Paul said? He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Will you say that with me? I can do all things through Christ strengthens me. Sometimes we feel unworthy and unloved. Sit tight and be encouraged with the good news that despite our failures and shortcomings, God loves us unconditionally. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. 
Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. First, I want to talk about the love of God for a minute. Did you know that each and every one of you are important to God? If you're like me, you're acutely aware of all of your shortcomings as I am mine. Then you may do what I do sometimes, and I ask the question, how can God really love me? With all the things that I've done, all the mistakes that I've made, it's not hard to talk myself into feeling unworthy or undeserving of God's love. And we're not alone in feeling like that. The Apostle Paul once said, I don't deserve to be an apostle. And if it isn't easy enough to feel unworthy of God's love because we're just not good enough, then sometimes we feel insignificant. We say, why would God love me? I'm just a nobody in the grand scheme of things. But we're not alone in feeling like that either because Moses once said, who am I that I should lead the people out of Egypt? So feeling unworthy of God's love and too insignificant to matter to him, that's not unusual. But listen to me. It's not true. It's not true. And we can't allow those feelings to do anything but remind us of what is true. And that is God does love you. And you do matter to him. And I'm going to tell you why. You see, God doesn't love you because of anything you have or haven't done. He doesn't love you because you are a good person. Love isn't something that God just does. Love is who God is. The Word says it in John. It says, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in Him. So God isn't going around deciding what to love and to not love. God is love. That's who God is. And if God is love, then everything that he makes, he makes out of love. You can believe today that when God made you, you were completely made from love. And you know something else? When you love someone, they matter. They are not insignificant. The Word says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. 
Even though there are six billion people on earth, he is drawn to you. He has a deep and intense interest in you and your well-being. So you are not only loved, but today, right now, you matter to God. I know most of you can relate to this. When, when Dana and I became parents for the first time with the birth of our daughter, Ashley, I didn't think it was possible to love anything or anyone as much as that little girl. But when our second daughter, Elise, came along, even though she was completely different, it was the most natural thing in the world to love her just as much as Ashley. So if God can allow us to love twice as much and equally, is it so hard to grasp that God in all his glory and power can love all of us the same? You know, I don't really know if we can completely understand how God can love all of us so completely and individually. But I do know that you can live every second of your life knowing that you have a loving Father who cherishes every moment spent with you. And when you recite John 3.16, you could just as easily say, For God so loved me, not just the world. For God so loved me, that he gave his son <clears throat> that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life you could do that because God loves you that much so if you're feeling unworthy or insignificant or unloved this morning you need to know that God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. And if you'll reach out to him in faith this morning through Jesus Christ, you'll come to know him and experience that love that only he can give. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. 
Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.